They are absolutely crazy, and I love it. Those girls have no filter. You never know what's going to come out of their mouths. Hello, sister. Hey, hey. How's your day? What's going on? Being so awkward. Are you joking? You're so annoying. No, I just... (laughs) The water all over my screen. <laughs> like, I, oh, yeah. like, I literally said hello. And then you said I was being awkward. Like, excuse me? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Today's interview is going to be amazing. I know. And I feel like when I see her, it's just going to be like flashbacks to my favorite time of childhood. I know. Best movie ever, honestly. No, I think it is probably, like, top five best movies of all time. Absolutely. Everyone knows it. There's not one person that doesn't know it. And doesn't know this person. Even though this person did not have a huge role, it was epic. Epic. Like, I feel like I, like, when I think of the cast, like, if I ask you if you knew this person, you're like, absolutely. Yes, agreed. Like, her presence was needed in the movie. So, are you going to say who it is? Should we give clues on what movie it was? Okay. Um, It stars, it's about a high school. It has several very famous people in it. They um, fight over a guy. And basically, you can't sit with us. Yes, Mean Girls. Who doesn't know that movie? If you don't know that movie, you haven't lived. I literally, like, Best movie. I could rewatch it every single day. So I need good. To see what year it came out. Let me see. Oh my gosh. I can't even type on my computer because I had spit water on it. I'm laughing. You're going to be grounded by your husband. Yeah. It's my new laptop. Being so if you guys um, have not realized who it is yet, today we have Jan Caruana, who played Emma Gerber in Mean Girls. Probably, you know, you, you, if I said the name and you don't remember her scenes in it, like, get lost because. Lost and go watch it again. It came out in 2004. It is 2022. I know. Stop. That's wild. If somebody asked me how long ago it came out, I would have said five years. Tops. Exactly. No, it's craziness. Like, and I feel like none of the characters have aged. No. You know? That's so depressing weird 2004 how many years ago is that <laughs> uh <laughs> 16 17 i think ah that's not 16 17 years yes it is no 2004 plus 10 is 2014 plus another six is 18 years 18 <gasps> i'm sick to my stomach yep. i'm sick to my stomach i'm honestly sick but i have an age look at me look at me look 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 at me should we end early? I cannot believe it's been 18 years. I'm seriously nauseous. No, I know. It's actually sickening. But it's okay who's, because... Who was your favorite character in Mean Girls? Well, I'm going to have to say Emma. <laughs> yes. Like, our girl's coming on the podcast. Like, she's literally the best. Like, um, I love Rachel McAdams. Like, huge Rachel McAdams. She's one of my favorite actresses of all time. But then they had people like Amanda's... Uh, Seyfried. I know. I can never say her name right. Seyfried, 
huge, right? I like huge actress. Tina Fey. Um, Lindsay Lohan. Come on. Oh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I mean, it's just full of huge actors and actresses. I just want to know what it was like to even have the opportunity to work with them. And um, I don't know. Just, Bennett, Lacey Chaber. Like. I huge, huge names. Huge names. I love this, though. Like, I'm hyped to have her on today. I know. Sorry, I just keep reading about Mean Girls. But um, I, I just can't believe it. And I'm going to watch the movie tonight. I know. And, like, I want to hear some behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, when in, what went into the movie, how long it took to make, what it was like working with different actresses. Were um, they nice? Were they mean? Yeah. How many takes did you have to do to take the the scenes that you had? So many and, questions. And also, like, how um, like amazing was it, like, being a part of a movie that is literally one of, like, classic. everyone knows what it is. You classic. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a classic. It's a, literally a classic. Like, I'll have my children watch it when they're older. For sure. I, I, I'm so excited. I have so many questions, and I just want the answers. And like Mean Girls is a movie. If you if I ask you if you watched it and you didn't, I'm judging you. You know? Judging real hard. <laughs> I like though, like that we kind of get a different um interview, like a, a whole different category that we're diving into. Yeah, and like like this is so cool. Like she like imagine if you were a part of Mean Girls. You can't because you're not cool enough. I know. Like, let that soak in. Like, I would have even loved to be, like, somebody that's, like, eating lunch in the background. Or yeah. not even like, walking in the hallway. I know. Do you remember um, th when you wanted to be a um, child actress? You mean child? No, I wanted to be a model. No, oh, that was right. Model. Like, yeah. not a model. I wanted to be, like, in, like, runways. And mom was like, well... You're kind of short. And she's like, but you can do whatever you want to do. And like, I remember you giving me a dirty look, and then my dreams went out the door. Because you like got it out of like, you can't just wake up one day and say I want to be a model. It doesn't work. But like I that. watched America's Next Top Model, and it looks. I loved like I just loved it. Yeah, but you woke up one day and said you want to be a model, and like that obviously can't happen overnight, and takes dedication. It does, and now I realize that. But like, I You're also. So I also wanted to be an SVU detective. I mean, let's be real. <clears throat> yeah. I don't even remember what I wanted to be. I guess I'm that old. I can't even remember. I can't even remember what my childhood dream was because I'm that old right now. I feel like yours was like to be a professional soccer player. Well, yeah. And I think it was like to be a veterinarian. Oh, at one point, I really, really wanted to be an eye surgeon. That's different. I watched a video and they like lifted a piece of the eye and like lasered it. I don't even remember where I watched it. I think it was in school. And then I was convinced that that was like my career or my path in life. I mean, let's be real. TV shows in general make me think I can be something. Like I watch Grey's Anatomy. I absolutely could remove a, like a mask from someone's brain. Derek Shepard. I, I had to stop watching Grey's Anatomy because I was getting super depressed. I only could watch it in little bits. Because this the scenarios there are so um like they're they can happen any day, every day, and I was getting sick to my stomach. So I had to take a break and I never went back. No, I get that. Um I do. 
but it's just such a good show. I mean, you see me, I watch reruns still. And I will say old Grey's is better than new Grey's. Wait, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So think about like 90s, 2000s, okay? What was your show that you would put on to fall asleep to? Because I have mine. Um, George Lopez. No, I woke up to George Lopez. Mine every night. Every night when I fell asleep, I put on Gilmore Girls. Oh, see, I all right. Everyone's gonna probably hate me here, but um, I never liked Gilmore Girls. That was my show. They made actually like a series after it all ended, and they were so good. And then in college, I always watched Sex in the City. Like, that was my thing. Sorry, a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're getting there. I accidentally sent her the wrong link, but it's okay. We're getting her on. Guess we have to hire a new manager. I know. Like, I'm the reason for this delay. So I apologize to everyone. I know everyone's eager to get me and bring it to stop talking. What about your show in the morning? Waking up in the school, like, waking up for school, you have a show on. What is it? So I always, hello. 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 I am so sorry for the technical difficulties. That was totally my fault. I just um, told everyone that it was completely me. No problem. How are you? I'm fine. How are you both? We're good. good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Good. So, so we already kind of gave the listeners a little bit of a um, an intro, how, you know, you were part of one of the movies that for me is a classic, right? Um, so we obviously want to dive into that a little bit. Um, and then eventually I want to get into what you've been doing lately because um, if our listeners look at your Instagram, that also looks incredible. So many talents that you have. Um, so we're just going to jump right in. Is that okay? Yeah. Well, let's just start out by, I didn't realize it came out 18 years ago when I was, um, talking about it. I was like, Oh, it's probably like five years ago. 18 years ago blows my mind. Yeah. It, it was a long time ago. And it's so funny because like, I, I think like COVID has kind of skewed all of our sense of time because I'll be like, oh yeah, it's like maybe two years ago. And it's like, no, two years ago, like we all started staying home. So we've all like this gap has, has happened, but yeah, it was a long time ago. I did say though, no one in the cast has aged. Like it's kind of weird. We all had a secret spell put on us by (laughs) Lorne Michaels. (laughs) At At the cast party, he like kind of covenly blessed us. (laughs) <laughs> I, I need that blessing. So, today. <laughs> so Dan, how did you find yourself in, on in Mean Girls? Like, were you acting before that? Were you, how did you find yourself there? Uh, uh, well, uh, so I had been doing um, improv comedy and, uh, and sketch comedy. Um, let's see, maybe for like, like one or two years. But before that, I had gone to theater school and kind of decided that that kind of like straight acting route wasn't for me. So I kind of like started focusing on comedy and uh, I had just gotten an agent, which is uh, 
you know, what you need to get auditions and things like that. And uh, she called me up. It was my very first, like I'd been with her not that long. She called me up and she said, Jan, I have an audition for you. And I was like, oh, okay. Like kind of not really, I had done auditions, obviously. I had, um, you know, like, like I said, I'd been to theater school. I'd been in plays, all that kind of stuff. But it was my first real kind of like film and TV audition. I didn't really know what it was for. Um, and I went in and I auditioned and I think they had been looking for someone to do my part for quite some time um, because I was going in, when, when you go to an audition, oftentimes, especially for a big project, you'll go in for a first audition where you'll see a, a casting director or an assistant. And then like on the second or third one as callbacks, you'll go in and see the director. So I was going in for my first time when other people were going in on their callbacks and the director, Mark Waters was there. And uh, I had to say the line, something about Regina George. Um, and I'm from Canada, so like I see Regina and I think Regina because like Saskatchewan. <laughs> and uh, I kept going like, like in my brain, I was like, I know it's Regina, just say Regina. And of course, out comes Regina. And he was like, Jan, it's, it's just so you know it's Regina. And I was like, of course, <laughs> of course. And um, I said it again, I said Regina, and then I swore. And then I think that they kind of went, okay, thank you. And I left and okay, thank you is, you know, a polite dismissal, no problem. Um, and then they called me right back into the room and they had me just read a few more lines and then I got the part. Oh, I absolutely love that. That's such a funny and like classic story though. <laughs> and I think with a lot of those parts, like I think it was important that they saw girls with personality, like every one of those people in that movie are funny and interesting people off camera. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that was important to bring so much life to those small parts. Mm -hmm. And it definitely yeah. spread through. Like, I feel like that's why it captured so many people because it like, I don't know, like you said, the personalities and just like the way it had a comedic like aspect to it, right? Like, I mean, I laughed the entire time I'm watching it, no <laughs> matter what, you know? Yeah, well, Tina Fey, right? Like, she's a comedy superstar. Mm -hmm. She's not going to write a not funny movie. Yep. <laughs> so what was it like um, when you were filming? Did you get to have a lot of, like, conversations with, the you know, Lindsay Lohan and uh, Rachel McAdams and all the big names and everything at that point? Um, well, it was really interesting because it was um, – it was one of my first, it was my very first experience on a, on a project that big. I had been on set before, but this was huge. And I think for a lot of us, it, it was the same kind of feeling. Um, and my, now my best friend, I had known, I had, I had gone to theater school with a girl who was also in the movie. Oh. And we just, we just clung to each other because we had never been on a big set before. And now she's my best friend. We still, in, we're still in touch. It's really funny when people see us together oh. and <laughs> recognize us. But, um, yeah, like you would think that like the kind of the stars of the film would be standoffish or mm -hmm. private or whatever, but like it was kind of like it was nice weather. Everybody was like sitting outside their trailers. Everybody was talking to each other. One of my favorite memories was seeing Amy Poehler uh, in the makeup chair one morning and, uh, you know, we were sitting side by side in the trailer and I was like, well, you got to say something to her. <laughs> and we just started to, I, I was working for a small comedy theater company and she of course founded uh, a theater company in, mm -hmm. uh, in New York. And I kind of was like, that's your in. And uh, we started talking about that and she was amazing. She was like, have you been to our theater before? Oh my God, you got to come. Like I'll get oh. you free tickets. Like she was so, so nice. And that was my experience with pretty much everyone on set. 
I love that. And you worked with Rachel McAdams in Mean Girls and a, um, uh, why is it slipping my mind? Um, another movie as well, right? The uh, Time Traveler's Wife, was it? Yes. Worked with is a very uh, loose way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> she was in that movie and, and so was I for like about a third of a second. But my scene was with Eric Bana. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you um, all were making this movie, Mean Girls, right? Did you think, and especially for you, right? This is your first movie that you're going into. Did you think that it was going to be as big as it, it's been? No, because I read it and I thought, so they they sent the whole script, which they don't always do when you just yeah. have like a few lines. Um, but I read it and I was like, this is really funny. This is really, really good. And I kind of read it like when, when I went in for it, I didn't know exactly what it was. I, I knew that Lauren Michaels was kind of attached. Mm-hmm. And then um, finding out that like Tina Fey wrote it and, it was, and all the people who were in it, I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. But like I grew up with movies like Dating Myself, like Ferris Bueller or The Breakfast Club or those kind of like cult movies that are still like today, like those John Mm -hmm. Hughes movies, like people still talk about. Did I think it was going to be like that? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But it kind of is like people who were not born when that movie was made come up to me and talk to me about it. Mm -hmm. So like that's huge. No, it definitely is. Like I, we were saying before you came on, I was like, that'll be a movie that like my kids will watch. Like it, it really is weirdly. It just like kind of connected to everyone. Like I feel like every age and it's comedic, but it's also like drama. Like, I don't know. It just has a perfect mix of everything. And it's weird because you said you like, you're like, Oh, I only had a couple lines and whatnot, but I feel like even like um, people, you know, how you had your part in there and other people in the same type of parts, you guys are all pretty memorable. Like, I feel like every person that showed up in that movie, I remember them. And that's a credit to Tina Fey because she did not waste one second mm-hmm. of, of page. Mm-hmm. Like every line is a banger. Like, like even when you watch like 30 rock or those kinds of shows, like every line is a banger and every line is a joke. And that's why like when, you know, the, the, 10 or 15 girls or whatever who had a few days on that set you do remember them because they're not just like hi do you want the sandwich like they like every line is a joke everyone has a moment and oftentimes more than one yeah yeah and they're absolute moments like i i um we were telling people that you were coming on and people were excited right we just have to say the one line and people know exactly who you are so it's um the way she did it was absolutely phenomenal and the way you presented yourself, right? So there could have been someone in there with probably very bland expressions and just the way they their body language. So, I mean, props to you for kind of doing that. Thank you. I said that flawless line probably about like a hundred times. Okay. Because it's just a talking head, right? So much like this, you're just talking right into camera. So they just pointed a camera at me and they were like, okay, say it again, say it again, say it again. And they just picked the one that they liked, but like it wasn't, like you just be like Regina George Swallows and you just change it up every time. So like mm-hmm. we all had that chance to play and that was like really special. Did you, um, where were you when you watched the movie for the first time? Oh, that's a great question. I think I saw it in the movie theater with my, with my friend Stephanie who played Bethany Bird. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, the rest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did, I think we went to see like the, the Toronto premiere, which is different than like the Hollywood premiere, but um, we all got a free ticket and we got some popcorn too. 
free popcorn. It's expensive these days. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, that money didn't last forever. Let me tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were done with that movie, and I know, you know, obviously there's a few others, but now did you want to keep, keep acting in movies or were you more like, eh, this is like, it was fun while it lasted, not that into it anymore. Well, it's interesting because I, I live, like I said, I live in Canada and I live in Toronto and a lot of stuff gets filmed here, but there are a lot of actors here who vie for a lot of, for not a lot of parts. So I think I booked like this, like I said, this was my first audition and I booked it mm -hmm. and I was like, no problem. Like, this is how it goes. Like you just book every audition you walk into, <laughs> no problem. And then I don't think I booked another thing for like a year. So in the in the meantime, like I kept doing live stuff and I kept doing comedy and I was working on writing and things like that. But um, I had like a like an office job for quite a long time, probably okay. I would say probably about five or six years after that, like, which doesn't seem like a long time now, actually, now that I think about it. But I think that movie was shot in like 2002. And then I. Yeah, and I had an office job till about 2008. Did people recognize you at work? <laughs> at work, they recognized me because they saw me every day. Uh, they didn't. <laughs> I don't think they thought. I don't think they thought it was that cool or interesting. I thought they kind of like it was a bit novel, and then they were like, "Oh, that's nice." People are the worst but, sometimes. You're like, "Have some fun with me." <laughs> I think it's just because. Like it becomes kind of old hat very quickly. And mm -hmm. they were used to me, listen, like it's an office, right? Like they were used to me going like, I have to take my lunch at 11 because I have an audition at like 1130 and I'm gonna come right back, don't worry. So it was kind of old hat for them that I would be running off to do an audition or like a, a class or to teach something or, yeah. um, so I don't think they cared that much. <laughs> have you always had a passion for comedy? I always really liked comedy, but when I was uh, younger, I was very, very shy. And I didn't think, I won't say that I didn't think I was funny, but I, I didn't think that I would be doing this. Absolutely not. Um, but I did love comedy. Yes, absolutely. Do you do or have you done like just comedy shows in general? Like local ones or all over the place? Yeah, that's mostly what I do. I've, I've traveled across Canada and a lot of the states performing in uh, live comedy shows, improv shows, sketch shows. Um, it's it's kind of in the comedy community. It's kind of what I'm known for here. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. And, and I did some time at Second City. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like a big comedy theater based out of Chicago, Toronto, and LA. And people like Tina Fey and Steve Carell and um, Mike Myers, John Candy, like all those kind of folks came from that theater. That's awesome. Now question, when you were working in the office, were you mm -hmm. a good employee or were you always making jokes? Both, both. <laughs> I was very good. Um, I didn't have a lot of responsibility. It's very funny. I, I probably worked like, you know, the standard 40 hour work week, but I probably had about like eight hours of work that I had to do. So I really had to stretch it out. So oftentimes I would be doing my own work in the interim and then like pulling up an Excel spreadsheet. But um, but I, was, I think I was pretty good at my job and I think I, I kept morale up. I think, that's, uh, I think that's a good person to have in an office. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. It's a faster. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what was... um. And you might not remember, or maybe you never had this. Was there ever a comedy show that you were performing at that you had a really tough audience? Oh, yeah, tons. Like, um, 
you know, it's so funny because people go to see comedy. Like you, you know what you're going to see, like you bought the ticket and a lot of people just kind of show up and are like, okay, make me laugh. And you're like, what? Like you're here for this. Like it'd be like going to Disneyland and be like, okay, be magic. Like, <laughs> but um, there have been times like, oh boy, like there, I think corporate events are the worst. Like speaking of office jobs, like there's yeah. so many times like offices will be like, you know, it'll be fun. Let's go see a comedy show for our Christmas party. Um, <laughs> you can't drink and you can't talk to each other, but like, and then they'll pull you up on stage. And people don't like that. <laughs> well, you have me like almost in tears right now. So and you're not even trying. So. <laughs> oh, I'm trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and wait that's funny that you said the people that seem miserable because i i love going to comedy shows like me and my Brittany when we travel like we'll go to see you know different events and um when you're there and like you'll see the one person with their arms folded and you're like like relax like they're, yeah. they're like don't try not to laugh like i feel like they're there to like they're almost like in a competition like well i'm not yeah. gonna laugh yeah, yeah. It's like you don't win a prize yeah <laughs> There was actually one comedy show we went to in um, uh, Boston, mm -hmm. and the woman was so angry about what the uh, comedian was saying. She got kicked out of the show. Everybody was booing, and she's crying on the way out, and then we're, everybody's clapping for her. I'm like, this is <laughs> and was this set up because I've never seen anything like this. She was on her first date, too, with the, yeah. um, the guy, and he walked around and came back in and sat down. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a huge burn. <laughs> yes. Well, like, he was talking, and I mean, I feel like comedians, like, you guys bring in everyday life, things going on, right? To, like, laugh about maybe tougher things that, like, like loose, everyone can, like, loosen up, right? Um, and get along for once over things. And she just didn't like that. And it was like, this guy isn't trying to make you pick a side or any. He was just making light of, like, the nonsense in the world right now. Yeah, and hey, like, you know what? Like, comedy's not everybody's cup of tea. Like, mm -hmm. ev everybody's comedy isn't going to make everybody laugh. And that's okay. Like, I'm never offended when people don't laugh because mm -hmm. I'm not for everyone. Just, like, there's a lot of comedians that don't make me laugh. A lot of situations that I'm kind of like, I don't find that very funny. Or, you know, like, I don't, don't be mean to people. But, yeah. you know, I think it's very different to not laugh because you, you just don't find something funny and to, to come in with, like, a rude tude and yep. be, and say like, well, everybody at my office thinks that I'm the funny one. So <laughs> go ahead. Try your hardest. Try your hardest. And, and unfortunately, and it's a little bit different now, but when I first started, it was like, like really, like if you were seeing a, a woman who was doing comedy, mm -hmm. like a lot of people did not like that. Men and women alike, they were kind of like, well, this is going to be, she's going to talk about her period. Um, <laughs> And uh, that's not the case. I mean, I will, but like, just not, not just that, you know. Like I have other topics. Like a few, like how I like cake, uh, swimming, you know, my period. Oh, wait. <laughs> Fact checks. Are you what ever in, um... inspired you? Pardon? What comedians most inspired you? Oh, golly. That's another great question. You guys are really good at this. Uh <laughs> I love Gilda Radner. I love Carol Burnett. I think those are the, if you're like a lady and you're a comedian, like I think those are the people that you have to say, um, you know, Mary Tyler Moore, but like, gosh, I just also love like Chris Farley and Phil Hartman. Like Phil Hartman is such a genius because he's so funny, but he played so many straight parts 
Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if you know this, but uh, in a comedy duo, the straight man gets paid more because it's a harder job. And he just did it to perfection. Um, I also like Steve Martin, um, you know, all the old classic, like, because, you know, my little Toronto heart, like, loves them, like, John Candy, Eugene Levy, Martin Short, Andrea Martin, Catherine O'Hara, who are now, like, in almost in their kind of, like, later years are gaining recognition in, in the United States, you know, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara with Schitt's Creek and mm -hmm. um, just, like, so many amazing yeah. things. Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building. I mean, these were powerhouse stars, and now they're having this, like, resurgence, um, which, you know, in five years, I'm like, oh, I hope that's me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like they're, they're also amazing. Um, I could go, I could go on a really long time. Oh, poor people. Well, now I want to come to one of your shows. Are you ever, <laughs> we're in New Jersey, so I don't oh. know. If in Philadelphia, New York, are you ever in on the East coast of, of the U S? Uh, I have been absolutely. Um, uh, when I come to New York, I fly in through New Jersey. Uh, but you know, like it, with COVID, it's been harder to travel and do comedy, but I won't say never. Um, yeah. yeah. You'll have to, um, if, if you ever do, you better DM us and let us be the first <laughs> one to know. And we'll buy the table we'll laugh. We won't sit there with our arms. Okay, on. good, good. Okay. I'll let you know. You'll be my ringers. <laughs> Perfect. So, um, we always like to end an episode with, it's called Hot Tea Hot Seat. And it's just some questions we'll throw out there um, and have you answer. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I hope. Perfect. <laughs> so first one, what is your all-time favorite movie? Oh, wow. Uh, okay, I'd have to say it's a toss-up between Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which, again, comedy hero, uh, and also uh, Goodfellas. Love them both. Um, out of all the actors and actresses you've ever worked with, were any super tough to work with? No, I've had really, really great experiences and I'm really lucky. Yeah, that's amazing. Cause you always um, hear like horror stories that people talk about in interviews how you know, some, some people were so nasty or cold yeah. towards them. No. And, and two, I mean like, yeah, like were people, were some people like warmer and more convivial than others? Absolutely. But you also have to realize like, they're there to do a job. Like if mm -hmm. I came up to you at your job and was like, Hey, like, can you be like super entertaining right now? And like, tell me all these jokes and like, make me laugh mm -hmm. and like, talk to me about books and whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. Like nobody likes that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, from a swapping that. So who was the nicest person you ever interacted with on a set? Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Like Amy Poehler probably was the nicest and the most, I, I, I don't know, like kind of like the most, like I hope that I would be if I was ever in her position, mm -hmm. just like nice and chatty and, you know, like we're all here for the same reason. Let's have fun. Uh, yeah. Rachel McAdams was also really, really nice. And uh, Martin Short was incredibly nice. So nice to hear, right? Like yeah. everyone thinks like these big names, but it's like, no, they're actually, you know, people. They're yeah. just like everyone else. Lovely people. And if you could go back and star in any TV show, what would it be? Ooh. Mm, good question. I don't know, like maybe like the Mary Tyler Moore show or Golden Girls or something like that. Like yeah. some sort of wonderful ensemble where you just, the goal was just to make each other laugh. Like Carol mm -hmm. Burnett show maybe. Um, yeah, something like that. 
I would also like to be in the office because I would love to work with Steve Carell. Oh my God. I love the yeah. office. So. Yeah. Like any, anything that he would be in. I would love yeah, to. Yeah. He is hilarious. Yeah. So tell us a little bit of, about what you're currently doing. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, right now I'm, I'm still working as an actor and a writer. I write for a, a CBC news show, a CBC radio show here called Because News. Um, and, you know, appearing in little things here and there, doing a lot of stand-up comedy. But uh, I've also been cooking a lot. And I um, created a little Instagram account called Two Little Sandwiches, where I, you know, I show things that I cook and write hopefully funny or thoughtful little posts um that people seem to enjoy yeah I recommend I everybody listening go check it out i love yeah. it and the food yeah. looks amazing so oh thanks yeah. what yeah. do you um what do you like to do more do you like to cook more or do you like to do comedy more oh <laughs> comedy absolutely comedy because there's no dishes to do yes. after you've done a show dishes are literally the worst part of cooking like sometimes i just don't cook so i don't have to do a dish yeah, I mean, when you have to cook it every day, like when we were cooking in the pandemic, like every single day, it, it felt like there was just like always dishes to do. Um, but for instance, like if we have like a little party or something, I like doing the dishes after because I, I think it's like a nice time of reflection, like mm -hmm. to remember the evening. But that's a very like that's a highly poetic way to view dishes because mm -hmm. I will also say that dishes are trash and I hate them. Well now I'm gonna use that when I'm doing dishes, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can be a bit more thankful, like think about the night. And yeah. then I'll, that's a great way to put it. It's all about <laughs> reframing. Yes. Well it has been amazing getting to know you more. Um you said your Instagram's two little sandwiches, right? Mm -hmm, that's right. Nice little sandwiches. Um, also, I guess keep an eye out for any shows that she might be in as well um, to our listeners. But you have been amazing. It's so great to learn more about like behind the scenes of, um, you know, someone in one of our favorite movies of all time. So thank you. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And it's been a real treat getting to chat with you. Of Thank course. You. And we hope to see you in either New York or New Jersey soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there eventually. Perfect. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh, my goodness. She is absolutely hilarious. I know. I literally felt like we were in our own little comedy show. I hope she comes to New Jersey. Even I, New York's not far. We can go there. We go to New York, yeah. Even, like, D.C., I go for weekends. Yes. I think our listeners are really going to like this episode. I know. Like, I was like, I'm going to listen gonna... back to it just because I think she's hilarious. I literally was like, not expecting to laugh that much. And I'm like, okay, she's literally so funny. Uh -huh. But well, today yeah. was so much fun. And um, I'm so happy we had her on. I'm going to have to watch Mean Girls. I know. Should we like meet up and watch Mean Girls or something? I'm thinking that's a yes. Let's do it. Well, sorry, guys. We got to go watch a movie. Bye. Bye.